Why, hello, hello, and welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Random Randy. I want to thank you for tuning back in with me here for another little bit of this journey. So today, what are we doing today? We are going to take a look at some things kind of uh, cycling around some of the stuff we've already looked at in the past. Um, we've got uh, the Liberty Cap, the Liberty Pole. And keep in mind, these are just rabbit holes that I'm taking you all down with me as I'm looking into them. And it's kind of centering around uh, Native American nations, right? And this idea, this this thought of of the seven nation army, right? Um, we see on maps from like the 15 and 16, some 1700s, uh, America septentrionalis, right? Now, the uh, standard kind of consensus or understanding for what this means is that this is just meaning simply North American continent, okay? Uh, but, you know, after looking into some of this stuff, you know, clearly there's an underlying history that we're, that is being kept from us. Uh, you know, in my opinion, I feel that it has to do with, uh, with the entire old world, which would have been... Um, analog and, and in a sense kind of medieval in feel right um but anyway so so it's interesting right what do we know about north america we know that it was chock full of tribal warring nations um we're told that they were warring but were they really warring nations were they something more along the lines of a confederacy right is that where our uh our bill of rights or not bill of rights our constitution comes from is it is it an adaptation of a previous constitution that was for the people that were here before us so those are some of the questions uh what are we going to take a look at here we are uh, well, you know, I'm not going to get too too crazy far into like rebellions this time because I mean they abound, okay? Like, <laughs> like all over the place, rebellion after rebellion after rebellion. Uh, so there was clearly something going on, okay? Uh, the trade union that we now know as like the British government was taking over stuff, okay? Casting constitutions, casting spells through the Northlands. Uh, Canada being part of it now. Um, I don't know. Last time we were we were taking a look at something, and and we have this image of the the fascists, right? Like right here on this on this seal of Napoleon Bonaparte, right? This is the French consulate seal in 1799. So what do we have, Lady the Lady Liberty or whatever holding here? Uh, we have the Liberty Pole with the Liberty Cap on top, which you know is is a Phrygian cap okay so let me see if i can show you that uh here phrygian cap okay so that phrygian cap is is like the symbol of free folk right uh the liberty cap now i'm of the mind that there's a reason that they call this a liberty cap and it kind of has to do with the theory of uh you know the shroomed out ape kind of theory Right. Like that these people started imbibing these substances, you know, and uh, expanding their minds and, and they're be therefore becoming liberated. And, and so then they wore their, their liberty caps or something like that. So 
the Phrygian cap, the Liberty cap, okay, uh, is what's on top of the Liberty pole. Germans dancing around a tree of Liberty or Liberty pole. Uh, 1792 to 1795. So um, I'm not going to dig too far into why the aspect of it being the Germans is important. Um, that's underlying in the background the entire time. Um, goes right in there with the thought that, hey, maybe, uh, you know, maybe the Nazis uh, really had just have been in control the entire time under different namesakes, right? Or these uh, hidden hands, these, you know, hidden societies uh, really are pulling all of the strings from all angles. Um, when you see the same symbolism over and over again, and and supposedly liberty is what's in mind with all of these movements, I, I, I just don't know. It seems pretty infiltrated to me. But um, anyway, and, uh, you know, we've got war, war, war all the way up and down Canada. It seems like it was like of trading rights. See, it was like we have this hunter's lodge going and battling against the British Empire. Um you see what I mean? A lot of self-proclaimed things happening with these folks. Interesting stuff happening, going on over here, right? Doctors fighting, you know, the, the army and things like this. Really crazy, interesting stuff. But anyway, going going on to the the main uh, the main thing, um, and this is going to tie in with so many things. The, the symbol symbolism of the seven. Right. Um, in astrology, we have the seven planets. We have the seven chakras. All right. So I think that these are all pieces of a once great understanding. And, and we're just like uncovering little bits at a time. All right. That these what have been we've been directed essentially to call these Tartarians. But perhaps these were followers of the seven uh and this could mean you know the seven gods the seven planets this could this could wind up just cycling right back around everybody and and becoming fucking rome again <laughs> okay uh i mean we see the 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 verbiage the language is is romantic you know in a sense septentrionalis could be considered a roman word right so you know you know it's interesting right um, so look, let's look at the Latin uh, of trianalis, meaning every three years, triennial, tribunal uh, is a Latin word we still use unchanged in modern English, uh, possibly being the opposite of our Babylonian debt slavery, a trading system in which every debt must be cleared within three years. So the accumulation of 90% of everything into a few hands wasn't possible. So that's the idea. That's the idea. When I'm talking about this trade federation that existed prior to what we know now, this is what I'm talking about. The previous version of, and and people call it freedom or liberty. Uh, I think it was still much like er every material world uh, thing. There's a, the form of debt slavery embedded in everything. Um, even, you know, and, and this is like not the most popular uh, way of looking at it, but even the people at the top running things, they, they are a slave to something, somebody, uh, maybe not us, right? That, that clearly seems to be the case. <laughs> it's, it's clearly not us running, running this uh, shit show. So anyway, perhaps it was seven areas with local governments overseen by a central government with elections every three years, possibly. Okay. We had a thing called the Jubilee years, 
that included debt forgiveness after something like 50 years. Okay. Something other interesting to note is when a building was updated, very often the sets of three arched windows and doors were removed and made square in sets of two. So, you know, that's the, the power flex, right? So, uh, it goes further on here to to detail into the seven-pointed star being the traditional symbol, otherwise known as the Big Dipper or the Great Bear. Um, we do have the seven sisters of the Pleiades, right? And uh, it's interesting that the, the Pleiadians currently are tied into love and light and, and everything else. What if it's just a resurrection of an old idea? I guess is what I'm saying. But the whole seven nation army thing got me, guys. You know? Here we go. The five, six tribes of the Iroquois Confederacy. See, I think we're being fed information that's just plain wrong. And, uh, you know, I think that these Iroquois and these some of these later confederacies were easily as whitewashed as the, the standard people of their time. Right? Um, these people were trained to be the Indians that they were. These were not the old world Indians, in my opinion. What kind of a self-respecting Indian is going to allow you to put them on showcase at a zoo, you know, or or at a an exhibition, right? So there's definitely something weird going on with all of that Cabbage Patch Kid, uh, Incubator Babies, uh that whole thing. I, I think that we are a lot further along technologically than we're allowed to understand and that things are rolled out to appear uh, as though we are in the time we are currently in. D does that mean aliens or Pleiadians or uh, does that mean a God or does that, who knows what that means, right? Or does that mean simulation? What is that? Maybe it's all of the above everybody. That's what I think. I think that it's so amazing and such a beautiful detailed intricate piece of artwork that we're all taking part in uh that there's so much more to it than we're allowed to understand and it's for good reason that's just a personal opinion though so the seven nations right uh so there's some speculation that the great sioux nation could be the septronalis nation by itself i don't think so i think that this was something different this is what's being covered up and it's it's literally it's the old world system okay and the idea is is that these larger people were coexisting with native americans in north america um they were living in a, a kind of uh um you know caste system clearly the idea is that the that the smaller folks would uh reign up top so this is like a go between between the you know the fantasy world that we think of when we think of our past that may have included hobbits as well as like elves and things like this that we call them elves or shining ones and all these other things. Um, the idea is that there was a period of time where everyone was working together, and I think that this is the slavery that that humanity is so eager to want to celebrate abolishing. Okay, is this so called slavery? Uh, well, the way that, that that it's been spun in our history is that these larger people enslaved us, I'm sure, is how it's justified, right? Uh, but what if there really was just kind of a co-op happening? We'll never know. We will never really know. We, we can speculate all day, every day. Um, 
but there was clearly, you know, an old world that we're just not allowed to understand very much about. We're just shown all of the war. That's all that we get, right? When we look back at the last thousand years, that's all that we're able to find. Some really cool inventions, some war, and some expositions. That's it. So anyway, some fine examples of possible uh, what has been come to have been called Tartarian, but this might be Septronalis or the Seven Nations, right? Maybe they had their holding, you know, the Seven Nations, the Septronalis. Interesting stuff. But... um. You know, it's it's just interesting. We see a naming of different things and so on and so forth. Um, we look at the north, it's frozen, frozen wasteland, south, frozen wasteland. Uh, what if, you know, before it was not a frozen wasteland? Or, you know, what the thought that I've been having lately, and this is just a rant, so, you know, pardon me, but is that these places... A lot of these places were existing in what we've come to understand is this little ice age. Okay. And this would have all been frozen for a long time, like, like a pretty indefinitely long time. And they would have had just in their Southern, southernmost lying lands, probably their plantations and things. But uh, yeah, I think this is an old culture. And I do think that it involved larger people. And I think it involved a different set of motivations than we have today. But I am of the mind that all of this painting of evil that we tend to do to this subject, to the history, um, could just be like the how, you know, the, the how of why it got how it got to where it is is the fiat banking system right um but you know are these people actively sitting behind closed doors contemplating like the decimation of the world or or are they like genuinely trying to create atmosphere for folks to learn and souls to come and kind of play in this sandbox reality so So these are these are the very loose associations here uh, with these shorter upper stories and larger bottom ones. Um, there was clearly a difference in what was considered fashionable. Uh, but see, this this decision to change all of this could have actually been made in a very organic fashion. You know, it really could have. Who knows? Right. <laughs> uh, we've got this like side of the story that's just you know strange to say the least the seven planets the seven chakras it gets kind of it gets wild you know and then the then the supposed golden age when all of these things line up much like you're supposed to line up your chakras in yourself in order to uh interact with you know the light the one so anyway, rebellions, 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 revolutions. What the heck is going on here? Um, I really wish there was more looking into the other side of what all of these situations were. I mean, we have the Wikipedia accounts. 
you know, but like, look at this picture, right? Like, so, so you clearly see, like, they're demonstrating the ushering out of this time period of, of castles of, so that's what at a certain level, that's what this revolution is. Now, does that mean that this time period with these castles wasn't more advanced than we're currently like believing it was meaning um, fuel powered things, uh, clearly gunpowder, rockets, bombs, airships, I would say clockwork mechanisms, all sorts of things that have gotten buried in history in our in our digital age, right? Um, relegated to a shelf somewhere and just left and disregarded uh, would have been all of these smaller inventions that have led all the way up to our new digital age, which is significant, pretty significant. But um, so anyway, basically, it, the idea is all right, an age of enlightenment pops up just randomly in the 1700s. Um, and then ideas critical of absolutist monarchies begin to spread. Who's spreading these ideas, right? This is the other thing. Who's got all the printing capability? <laughs> these large monarchist, monarchistic families do, right? So they, they're, they're stoking a fire, a revolutionary wave. Right or a decade, they say. I'm saying a hundred years, guys. This is epic. What's going on with the aim of ending monarchical rule? All right. Say you had a realm that was established and looking pretty well like this, or pretty well like uh, like Canada, looking pretty well medieval, right? And you and all your buddies. You know, your buddies are like, hey, listen, we want something different. We came up with this thing in our basements uh, and uh, we liken it to a new God. And we speak with it through this device, this mirror that we created. And this thing that I'm speaking of, you can call it AI, you can call it the Prince of Darkness, you can call it whatever you want. But my thought is, is, uh, this is what in the background was happening throughout all this time and was driving people. And you can call it aliens if you want, because if you've ever seen the alien that if you've ever seen this alien that Aleister Crowley drew, right. Um, you know, and, uh, Let's show you real quick here. Okay. And, and so you, you got to think there's a possibility that this creature. You know what I mean? This is alien thing guy. Have you ever seen MTV's The Head? It's pretty interesting likeness. So basically he, he interacts with this alien. Okay. And, and I'm going to call this alien technology just for 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 its sake they communicate with that technology it tells them how to build it and they do this through esoteric practices uh it begins being built it demands more and it demands more and it demands more power how do they get it more power they start making people create more power right suddenly 
the free energy flowing through the world is not enough because you have this thing feeding off of it. These are just random spitball thoughts. So, you know, make of it what you will. Um, but this technology takes over and this technology it clearly has us by the cojones now though, doesn't it? Um, and, and it clearly wants to do away with what came before in order to simply pave the way for what's coming next. That's what the technology would say. That's what we're talking about here. So let's take a look uh, at an, an example of the of a map, right? Uh, of Septentrionalis, all right? So it's interesting. The Insula, California. Hmm. That's interesting that they call it an insula. That, that can also be conferred as island or uh, similar to peninsula. But I do think there's a deliberate disregarding of this area here. And I think it's because it was occupied. It, uh, you know, it was occupied. Call them Tartarian, call them uh, Indian, call them, at this point, who knows what you would be calling it. Call them just the old timers. <laughs> so the America of the Seven Nations. Very interesting. And we have the Western side being called Albion. Right, the Anian Peninsula up here. So it's interesting, just to say the least, and to say the very least, right? The Salt Lake over here by Muzelmeck with a little Jewish star. That's interesting. Wild, right? So we have some strange, interesting, weird. Super weird stuff happening on these maps. But uh, anyway. So that's like the problem, right? We're like, what the heck's going on over here? Uh, you know, I think that what, what happens is, you know, as they're coming in and they're revising these maps, they're laying down the new format. The they being the Shadow Rome thing. This underlying drive to rule people, for people to rule themselves, whatever you want to call it, this government, this mind that is to govern, right? Not just govern our minds, but this is the mind that governs, okay? Start thinking about things as though they're actually alive, and, and it starts to make a lot more sense. But uh, this thing is like, all right, listen... It's akin to if they were going to roll out from version 1.0 to 1.1 or 1.2. That's what we're seeing in these maps. All right. We're seeing an era being laid down. The next era will come behind it and lay another era down on top of it. Meanwhile, this area that's unknown to us here is essentially would be like what we would call like a third world country today. This is, this is just 
relegated to the past, this area, right? And we see evidence of that too. The fact that, uh, you know, upward into Canada, you still have people living the same lifestyle, you know, way up in the frozen areas that they've been living for thousands of years, supposedly, right? So anyway, it's it's very interesting that we go all the way north, right? Clear north, all the way up past and through Canada. And like, look at the mapping we have done of this, the Baffins Bay and all of this. So clearly there was a lot of trading happening. Uh, even that far north, right? Incredible. We have the seven planets, you know, again. So there's there's a, a, a lot of interesting things that are going on with this. Uh, three prongs for tree analysis. Maybe that's where the, the Trinity scenario comes from. So there's so much embedded stuff in everything that we've been been handed, guys. Like just so much, so much. The seven heavens, uh, chakras, right? It's so crazy. Seven deadly sins. So, like, when you see all of these different connections to these numbers and all of these different things, um, you know, I definitely. I see how some people are like, yeah, you know, that's why it's a simulation. You know, maybe there's definitely a sense of coding happening here amongst all of this madness. Madness. It's madness. Right? All these rebellions. But I, I think what these rebellions are is, is this, uh, in an organic sense, it's the times are changing. And uh, it seems humanity is not keen on letting things go. Of course, it's hard to let things go when you feel as though there's a power in the background, uh, you know, eager to stomp all over you. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, I wonder about that. I wonder about that a lot. I wonder about what that thing really is all these people in these positions even truly know or understand what they're doing what they're pushing for do they have a vague abstract idea of what the future is um it's looking pretty clownish right now so maybe it was pretty clownish back in the 1800s uh, maybe it will continue to be clownish and we will see an incredibly clownish silly thing happening in our world But, uh, you know, that's the thing. And, and and it's weird. They went from, we went from the seven heavens. Now we've got nine, right? Now we follow the, the way of the nine and so on. So it's just, oh, it's so strange, guys. So strange. And, um, you know, I appreciate, uh, appreciate you all popping in and, and just sharing some time with me. But, you know, it's, uh, it's becoming more and more difficult to take any of it seriously you know, any of it, uh, the news, the weather, I mean, you know, do the best you can buckle down and, and, uh, raise yours accordingly, you know, is, is really all we can do. Um, but this, this disillusion of the old world thing, uh, and how it happened, 
you know, it's a shocker when you first start to look into it and you go, wow, there's like an entire page written out of history. Um, and I just, I wonder why that's so surprising to some people, I guess, you know, we see who's in charge right now. We see what they're doing now. Of course, they're going to cover up the things that they've done in the past. Uh, you know, regardless of what their reasons for them were, you know, they're always really quick to advertise the reasons that they're doing something in the midst of it. But then as you, you all are seeing now, when they hit the brakes on that, they cut all of that information out of the, out of the collective. Uh, we're seeing that happen right now, right? With, with many different things. So, you know, to, to think that, that this information that we still have access to and are allowed to, to have is the end-all be-all is foolish. Um, but it's also interesting to note that there is a purpose behind the stolen history movement itself also. So, you know, we are all these like tiny moving parts in this vast machine of life. And, uh, so the same thing's happening now that happened back then. The difference now is maybe we have uh, some different sorts of people looking to preserve different parts of history. Personally, my favorite parts of history are the parts that are written between the lines of, of story, of allegory, you know, of um, spiritual books, different tales and adventures. Um, when things are written by somebody, they're written with a, in my opinion, like a divine purpose, you know? Uh, so, so pay attention to your fictions, enjoy them because it's a very big possibility that that fictional sense of things that you get in that book may very well have been how it was in the time that's being recalled by that, uh, by that writer, you know, by that catalyst. So, Anyway, uh, much love, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another random thought and uh, a little rant here on uh, on the septentrionalis. Uh, didn't really get too far into it or do it great justice, which is okay. Um, hopefully, you know, you folks are learning to open a browser yourself, open a book yourself, look into these things. Um, there's a bunch of fishy stuff going on. I don't know that we're ever going to get to the bottom of it. Um, but you know, I don't even know if I should say like down with shadow Rome at this point. I, I, I think this thing is built for its purpose built, uh, you know, I'm of the, the mind and the thought that everything that we engage in every situation we have happened to us and for us, uh, it does happen for us. Um, but that could just be like the ultimate. Stockholm syndrome that I've got and many other people in this world have got right ultimate Stockholm syndrome. But um, so let me know, let me know in the comments if you think that's the case is all this just mad Stockholm syndrome, all this uh, love uh, stuff. I, I think it's a much finer way to live than living in anger and hate uh, and, and everything learning how to deal with what's going on within, I think is an important skill set that um that we're just not shown is a skill set through school and and that sort of thing so we have to find it out how do we find it out we we dig into the stuff that makes us scared we dig into conspiracy we dig into uh 
you know, manipulated history, things that out of the gate are kind of scary. Someone has that kind of power. That's crazy. But then you start to see the patterning. You start to see what's going on. It starts to become blaringly obvious that this is all at its very, very core purpose built. And uh, the purpose of several billion people finding their way through this life seems like a pretty divine purpose to me. But uh, anyway, much love, everybody. It's getting dark in here. I will let you go.